Welcome to 24 Legacy Talk. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for 24 Legacy on Fox UK and Fox US. I have something to say about that in a minute. Uh, but I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you doing today? I'm all right, thank you. Good. Um, yeah, so I was just, I was thinking about this on, on the way home as well. Uh, and this isn't really to do with the episode, but it's to do with, with, with the show. So, you know, I'm going to talk about it here. Uh so we've got we had Legion this year, which was on FX and Fox in the UK, and that was the day after. Um, we've got uh, Twenty Four Legacy, which is on Mondays in the US, and we're two weeks behind. Um, I think you're probably the right person to ask. Is there any reason it's two weeks behind? Because it is still Fox. Is there any? Um, no, I'm I'm not entirely sure why that's the case with this to be honest. Yeah. Other than other than it was just a case of that's only that's the only place they could schedule it. Um I, you know, I mean usually if it's 2 weeks behind it's because the US skip a week um or mm-hmm. skip a couple of weeks. That's the usually the reason that they do it. In, in the, that doesn't appear to have been the case with no, this. I think they've so, gone straight through with twenty four, haven't they? Because they got the finale on uh, on Monday. So yeah, uh, yeah. So I, my guess is it was just a case of that. That was the earliest they felt they could schedule it uh, into the UK schedules. I, I, you know, sometimes that's just the case. You know, um, that they're running other things and they want it on a they want to put it on a specific night and they've got something else in the way that needs to finish. So I, I, I suspect that okay. probably it was, um, but I, I can't think of any other reason for it. Hmm. Yeah. I just thought it was odd cause it's Fox is uh, that like nobody else there. Um, so I just yeah. uh, thought that would be an interesting thing to bring up. Um, yeah. so unfortunately last week you were away, you went to an American gods, Premier, yes, thingy. yes. I was at the American Gods premiere, which uh, if you can go into Geek Town and you can see the yes. Q&A for after the end of the American Gods premiere, because I can't actually talk about the episode until <laughs> Monday. So <laughs> all right. yeah. it's all embargoed. Cool. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, uh, the, the epi- I went and saw the first episode of American Gods. I've actually seen the first two episodes now. So, okay. um, but yes. Cool, and you can uh, also go on geektown.co.uk to find a trailer and to find out when it's starting, which I yes. Did. So, what's the yes. trailer on there? Um, yes, but anyway, getting back to twenty-four, uh, talking about. So we're doing one hundred eight, which is seven to eight p.m., and then one hundred nine, which is eight to nine p.m. So sort of seven to nine p.m. because uh, they basically go straight through because uh, that's how the kind of the show works. Yes. Um, so unless you need like a mini recap, what did you think of last week's episode? Um, it was last week's episode was a little bit slow compared to this week's. I think um, yeah. there there wasn't a whole lot that went on. It kind of picked up towards the end, but it was a bit slow getting there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you know, all good generally. You know, um, mm. yeah, I think yeah, uh, we we spoke a little bit just before we uh we came on the air. I guess you could say. Uh, I I kind of felt like this was like its own kind of mini arc i mean like yeah the whole thing with eric and andy and this uh bomb and stuff that they, that they go and sort out is like set up for this whole jadala release and then that of course that that kind of mini arc in terms of his release kind of concludes in this episode and then of course feeds into you know um 
John having some particularly, is it, or is it Henry, having some particularly bad guards at the end of this episode. Yes. Uh, which surprisingly didn't have bulletproof vests on. We'll, we'll talk about the bizarre yes. of that in the, in yeah. the second episode. Uh, but kind of all that kind of all feeds into itself with like him getting involved with the Tony and the uh, Henry stuff. Um, I, I, how do you feel about Tony? They've like put him in the show, but he's not really doing much. No, in fact, no, in the he second isn't. episode, I was wondering like where he was. Yeah, so. I mean, he popped up a little bit in in this week's episode, but not a lot. I, they don't seem to be utilizing him very much, which I mean, I guess he's not the focus of the show, so that's okay. You know, he's he's an ancillary character, and they brought him in. But uh, yeah, I, that you sort of do want to see a little bit more of him. You know, you want him to be more involved. Yeah, but. I mean, so, so. Certainly a capable, useful character, and a capable, yeah. useful actor in uh, Carlos. Yeah. It was funny because there's a guy in the in this second episode that we're talking about, one oh nine. Um, there was a guy in the van who looked suspiciously like Tony. I don't know if you, <laughs> if you noticed at all. I didn't spot that though, but he. I almost thought it was. T- I was like, is that Tony? I was like, no. He's got he's got the same kind of head and like uh, hair and facial hair, but just a different face. So that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Let's get into a bit of the recap because it will help with uh, some of this discussion here. Yeah. Uh, Locke frees himself. So this is from one o eight seven to eight p.m. Locke frees himself and updates Keith Mullins, and the uh also uploads the virus, but is caught by Jadala, who reveals that the initial drive is a decoy. Uh, Jadala forces his compliance by torture, uh, by stabbing Andy in the leg, pretty pretty violent, and also like yes. twists the knife around and makes an actual circle. So that was uh, interesting, and what, what what did you think of that sort of? Um, I thought, I thought, <laughs> like the, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the tor- I mean, that's a pretty effective way to torture somebody. I would have thought. Mm. Um, yeah, especially, I thought, the- especially somebody with Claire, uh, obviously, like explained anxiety problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Medication. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, what what were you saying? I, I I thought the the use of the initial drive being a decoy was quite a nice little little thing Um, yeah yeah. yeah, that was quite a good little test i I thought that was quite nice um so yeah yeah but uh, yeah i feel really sorry for andy because a person that's uh not quite as bad as andy clearly um well kind of not clearly uh i I suffer a little bit um from anxiety myself but not on not on the level that andy does here i mean yeah granted he's in a pretty stressful situation and of course stress Stress and anxiety kind of feed into each other in their own ways. Yeah. Uh, so that's obviously not helping him here. Like he's dealing with terrorists and bombs, and like he's pretty much at the <laughs> centre of it. So uh, it's not it's not good for him, and he has to take his his medication as well. So um, yeah, yeah, I uh, I know what that's like to to some degree, but not quite to this degree. So um, <laughs> no, and uh, I hope it yet, doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> yet to be caught by terrorists and being stabbed in the yes. leg yourself. I yes, have, I don't have any plans either. So. Um, <laughs> Isaac and Nicole overpower Jadala's men. Um, I'm interested in your thoughts in a minute on on this because you had some. We had some. I mean, it's it's okay to disagree on on opinions and uh, have different opinions. That's kind of the point of of doing this thing. But um, yeah, I'll be interested in your thoughts on this in a minute once I once I read this out. Uh, so Isaac and Nicole overpower the Jadala's men. Isaac tortures the surviving member into giving Jadala's location, which CTU manages to pinpoint. Isaac enlists the help of his gang recruiting, res- sorry, rescuing Eric. Um, so you said 
it would be two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. That you kind of was maybe like done with Alec and Nicole, or just didn't find them quite as quite as interesting. What What did you, you think of their of their use here? I I thought actually they were used. I mean, Nicole, I still kind of bugs me. Um, okay. You know, I so kind she bugs of me more, would like... more of the two of them. Yeah, I you know she's sort of. There's a reason why Jack Bauer ended up being single, you know, because uh, <laughs> the yeah. wife is a liability in pretty much every situation. Mm. So, um, you know, yeah. I, I, I'd be quite happy that they if they got rid of that character somehow. But um, I thought I stepped up a bit. And, you know, the, the, as we go through these kind of next couple of the, uh, these two episodes, mm. I think um isaac starts to come into his own a bit more and in his is much yep. better and annoying me a lot less uh yeah nicole's mm. being a bit sort of kim season one for my liking um, <laughs> okay. she's 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 better than she i mean she, that's probably a little unfair but uh, <laughs> uh yeah. yeah she does she does irritate me a little bit she's not going she off, is... to, off to parties at midnight <laughs> no in no. uh yeah with um I can't remember the, the exact plot. I, th- I think one of them was a terrorist or something, but uh, yeah. she didn't end up in good hands. Is is basically the um, yes the point? Um, yeah, I I think I agree with you that Nicole is a little bit. Uh, she doesn't quite annoy me as I think she annoys you, but I'm certainly a bit more into Isaac's character in in this in this situation because uh, he's like yeah. trying to bring he's trying he's trying to do something a bit more. He's yeah. like interrogating this guy and like bringing in. Um, his own men to try and rescue Eric, which it works. So that was pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, the director of national intelligence orders a surgical strike on the compound. I have something to say about this in a minute. Um, yeah. Which will kill everyone, including Andy and Eric, who recognizes one of the Jadalis as Isam, um, Asim Nasir, I think is his name. So where, Naziri, when... I think it is, yeah. Naziri. Yeah, Naziri. Yeah. Um, so when this bomb goes off and they see it on the monitor and we kind of see it in, you know, it's all cuts back and forth. Yeah. And uh, I think it's Andy, not, not Andy, it's uh, Keith and one of his other staff members, I think it might have been Locke, is looking at this computer screen. And as soon as the uh, rocket hits, they all have this kind of look on them on their faces as if like, oh, Andy and Eric are dead. And I'm yeah. like, well, you don't know that because you're not there and you can't see that really on the monitor so um that there, unless it was more of a devastation face because well they could I, have, but yeah i think it was more a case of of they knew that Andy and eric were in the building so they had no idea of knowing whether they did get out or not i think it was more a case of we may have just killed them mm. okay. that was what i thought so um, but yeah, that uh, that bomb goes off. Um, so that's kind of the end of that sort of little scene. Anything you want to say about that? Um, other than, I mean, I sort of get the idea of 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 sending an airstrike in because they do want to get rid of these terrorists. But the, it did seem like slight overkill if they had some other way of doing it that. Mm. Just blow up the whole building, but yeah. yeah anyway, desperate yes. times call for desperate measures. So yes, yes. Um, so going back to uh, Henry, Henry resists interrogation, continues to, re- to re- resist interrogation. Um, what would you do if you were Henry? I'm kind of interested. I would. 
I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, guessing... I, I would have given it, but I, I would have given it up by now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. it's not like I'm kind of asking you to compare his situation to what you would do, but I'm guessing you've never been in a similar kind of situation. Um, no, but yeah, what that's what you you kind of said that you'd. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think I would have given 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 up the uh, you know if somebody's injected me with something that basically feels like my skin is on fire, I, I think I probably would just tell them what they wanted to know. And tell them before they inject you, not after. So yeah, and, yeah. and I I would have just given it up straight away. I'm yeah. sorry, I would have done. That. I mean, the moment Tony, this is, I think this was in last week's episode, but um, the moment that Tony says like we're going to inject you with this, it's going to feel like your skin is on fire. All you have to do is tell us. I think that's the moment you say, okay, this, this, and this, whatever. Because uh, yeah. you don't want that to happen. And, I mean, he's protecting him. I know it's to do with John's campaign and stuff. But at this point, he's risking his health to kind of kind of protect these terrorists in a way. Um, yeah. And it's not, you know, they, they wouldn't do the same for him, definitely. Because um, they'd, yeah. you know, uh, they'd react very differently. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing it mainly to protect John and protect the campaign, uh, even though John's already said that he's going to suspend the campaign. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that happens or not, we don't know yet. But he said he's going to suspend the campaign. And so he's not actually protecting anything. And th- the problem you have is, is that now this has all started to come out. If anybody ever got hold of this as a conspiracy at some point later on, say he does go on to become president, that's going to really screw up the presidency. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I just and and you are in a situation where he's he was at the time and potentially the only link to a bunch of terrorists that were planning on, you know, sending up setting up like ten more detonations around the city. So yeah, I I just would have told them. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. And, and kind of trust in, I mean, we know Tony, granted we know Tony a lot better than what Henry does. Yeah. Um, because we've seen him in several seasons. And we'd know, we, I, I guess it's a bit cheating, but we'd kind of know he's capable of, of saving you. So um, I would yeah. be, I mean, I know it's different from Henry. He doesn't really know Tony. So, uh, I mean, he knows him to some degree, but not not for as long as what we've we've known him. Yeah. Um. So yes, he, uh, Henry resists interrogation until John demands its uh, termination, which Imgran Rebecca uh, allows after hearing the news of Jadala's capture. Uh, Isaac and his, this is the final paragraph, Isaac and his gang arrive attacking the Jadalists and rescuing Eric moments before the airstrike occurs. Andy uh, survives and secures the drive while Eric rushes off to find Jadala, who is wounded. Uh, Eric tells Locke about um, the presence of Amir Nasseri, uh, whatever his name Nizir- was. Naziri. Naziri. Uh, these terrorist names. Yes. <laughs> he manages to escape the perimeter. We, we sort of see him like climb out of the perimeter. And um, that's where the clock ends. All the clock finishes for the episode. Uh, so did you think Jadala was dead? Um, I, I did wonder actually whether, whether they were just going to kill him off and then you, you're just going to follow Naziri for the rest of it, but he, they built him up. I think just killing him off in an airstrike, Mm. I think might've been a bit too sort of quick to, to end that character. Although I, you know, I, you could have got either way with that, I think. Yeah. Cause you've still got, um, Naziri as him. Yeah. 
assembly of these terrorist names. Uh, yes. I mean, is a bit easier to pronounce. So, uh, yeah. you know who. Asim Naziri. Asim Naziri. Asim, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, like, kind of come away from that, and um, he could have been, like, the, the lead kind of terrorist character for the yeah. book going forward. But, uh, yeah, I mean, with Jadala's lifeless body, basically, I, I did think that he was maybe dead. But uh, I've been fooled by the rules of TV again. Um, I yes. mean, we, we thought Drew was dead. And it was a bit more sort of clear. I mean, the, the first yeah. time like um, David slammed his head into the ground. Um, but yeah, I, I did think he was may, maybe dead or maybe like dying at least. Yeah. Uh, and then would have maybe ended up like Drew, but uh, we see in this next episode that uh, that he isn't. So. Yes. Um, yeah, it was. It was. This was a good little kind of episode on in of its of its own. It sets up the next one, which kind of concludes the mini arc of that, which will set off into this uh, interrogation, I guess, of of maybe John, because um, he's the one that's captured. Yes. Um, is there anything else to say about this episode, or should we just move? No, on? like m- move okay. on to the next bit. Okay. So next one is uh, 24 Legacy, 109, 8 to 9 p.m. It's going to be interesting next week because uh, it'll be 9 to 10 p.m. and the episode will actually be on from 9 to 10 p.m. So <laughs> that'll be pretty interesting. Um, yes. It is revealed that... Uh, what do you think of, of this episode, the latest one that we have? Um, I really like the, this episode. I thought it packed quite a lot in the, the episode. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was it was good, solid... Yeah, you I know, moved along. There was a lot going on. Yeah, I, I, I thought this was a bit of a step up. This episode, definitely. Yeah, uh, and you have the whole like bomb kind of. I like when TV has more sort of like serious kind of stakes. I know that doesn't sound particularly nice, but then we watch dramas for drama, so yeah, exactly. Um, this whole like bomb thing did bring some nice stakes and. Um, you know, the moment where, uh, like, Eric's disarming this bomb, and I'm thinking, the bomb can't go off just straight away, because Eric has to survive the rest of the season. But yeah. then, of course, when they kind of bring in a thing later of, like, when, you know, when they're trying to take the, the vest off this woman, and um, I thought, like, you know, Eric's told he has 10 seconds or whatever, and I thought maybe, like, Eric will say, sorry, I have to, like, push you away, or sort of thing like that. Yes, but, uh, yeah. Like, I think in... I can't remember which season, but it was actually the the actor who plays um, Elliot, Mr. Robot, in Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah. Um, Jack was disarming a bomb that that... I can't remember the character's name, but that was the actor. Um, Ram, Rami Malek, I think his name Rally was. Rami Malek, yeah. Jack was disarming the bomb of on, on this guy, and it did get to a situation where Jack was like, look, I can't disarm this, I don't have enough time, and there's too much, basically, to do. And he did, like push him back and like close the door and it uh, exploded that way so it could yeah. have been the same way but um, we had a different outcome um, so yeah I like that we had some stakes there uh, I thought the whole thing with Henry was a bit odd a bit uh, odd in the way of like he's walking with these two guards and they're not they haven't, don't have bulletproof vests on there's only two of them <laughs> and it's this guy who's yeah. running for like president or running for state um and I, I don't know if you noticed this, but there's a point in the episode where uh, he answers the phone. I think Rebecca's calling him. And uh, I don't know if you've noticed in this show, but there's a lot of Samsung phones. <laughs> I hadn't, but no. Yeah, yes, okay. I, I have a Samsung, so I, I, I kind of noticed the like, parts of so, it. 
And there's, there's yeah, a they're probably he, a sponsor. Mm, yeah, they must have made some kind of deal with with Samsung. Um, and yeah. he he goes to he's talking on the phone, but you can see he hasn't actually answered it yet. <laughs> like the, the you know when you have the red and the and the green what whatever phone Oops. it's on yeah yeah the buttons were, were still there so uh because I heard somebody talk about that a couple of weeks ago and uh, I noticed it in this episode so that that was odd but uh, yeah the episode itself was was very very good I quite enjoyed it uh yes. so it is revealed that uh Nasseri yeah Nasseri was Abraham's Ibrahim's mole in Carter's team. Eric Carter's team during the mission, and that uh, Nasseri used used the cover to reach a high-value intelligence asset who he killed along with his family. Nasseri contacts Stephen Grant's poor, poor guy, poor Stephen. Um, yes. CTU's head of security, uh, demanding that he comply with uh, Nasseri's plans to free Jadala by threatening to donate an explosive attached to Jennifer, uh, Grant's girlfriend. So what did you think of this whole kind of situation? I, I, it always annoys me with with uh, people that are in like, you know, low level positions of power, like CTU's head of security. If he'd just gone and said, I've just had this phone call from um, somebody that are holding my girlfriend hostage, uh, you, you could have solved so many things like that, mm. you know, because um, he would never have known. I mean, you know, how would Naziri have known? Yeah, he that didn't have he'd a, actually, he, a, like, you know, wire on him or anything. So yeah, yeah, there was no wire on him. I mean, I know he threatened him, but yeah, mm. I mean, anyway. But I, I mean, I, I can see why it's a it's a common kind of trope on these sort of shows. But it does slightly annoy me when you know your characters like that, and you kind of think, for God's sake, just go and tell somebody. <laughs> It'd be a lot better. <laughs> Yeah, and one other thing that was a bit odd is they hardly checked the vehicle as as they went in. They didn't even like open the back. And usually with things like this, they would like check the whole no. vehicle. I mean, they've got they've got an extremely high value asset inside, and the guy gives the clearance code to, to let them through, and they just wave him in. And you, like, well, <laughs> surely you check the vehicle a bit more than that. I mean. Anyway, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of for the sake of the plot, but it's still. Yeah. I mean, after this is the tenth season of this franchise, I guess you could say, and that we're kind of used to. You know, I guess to a certain point with shows where they do kind of have to play the same tricks, not in a particularly yeah. annoying way, because you're kind of used to it after that. Yeah. Um, I mean, like there's things on that Walking Dead that that there's a kind of like that, but. Uh, yeah, in terms of security and plot, and it, it kind of basically goes along with that as well. Um, but yeah, poor, poor Stephen. He gets his call and like his wife's being threatened, and well, that's that was the thing. It wasn't his wife; it was his girlfriend because yeah, he was already yeah. married. Yeah, yeah, and it, so that was the sort of main crux of the thing was the fact that it's not his wife; it's his girlfriend, and nobody knows about his girlfriend because nobody knows about the relationship. So there's no reason why. Um, it's not immediately obvious why this girl's been taken hostage. Mm. That was because that's sort of part of the yeah. main point. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like you said that he should have alerted someone, and he didn't. Yes, and he ultimately, unfortunately, yes. kind of paid the price. Uh, not knowing about the yes. romance CTU tracks. Um, 
Marshall's location, sorry, tracks Marshall's house by Nasseri's cell phone call. Eric's team arrive at the house and kill the operatives. I thought that when Eric had gotten downstairs, I was like, is somebody else here? This seems a little bit too easy. And yeah, I, I mean, go in there. But, I know that they're like, he's an yeah. army ranger and stuff and he is trained, but I don't know. A bit of a lack but, of security I mean, I, in this episode. One, one thing. One thing that did, yeah, I mean, one thing that did kind of, uh, that actually didn't bother me so much, because it is a case of, well, Naziri's just managed to escape a bomb blast, and then he's, somehow, they've managed to grab the girlfriend of their head of CTU, within a fairly short space of time, and... So, so you know, unless they kind of grabbed her much earlier on, I don't know. That may be a case, the case, but but the, that that turnaround of that whole thing seemed fairly quick. So I didn't necessarily expect them to be a lot of security there, but I did think it was suspiciously fast how quickly they managed to grab the girl. Yeah, unless uh, they got her already. Yeah, I just kind of mean like in this episode as a whole, including like the ending scene. There's just a bit of a lack of security. In uh, yeah. in in everything. I mean, the the way that they get through the um, sort of road check thing, and uh, yeah. you know, the security at CTU and the security at um, at this person's house. So, yeah, um, yeah. So they get there and they kill uh, Nasseri's operative. Uh, John decides to suspend his campaign to Henry's objections. Grant disables the cameras and allows Nasseri's uh, team access to CTU, where John arrives in order to talk to Ingram. Um, so, anything to say about that at all? Um, no, I mean, I, I, it's just we said before. I think that the whole Nasseri getting into CTU was was way easier than it should have been, given that they are the counter terrorist unit. And they have like mm. yeah one of the the country's largest terrorists currently in yeah, in a cell that seemed a little bit out too. Easy. They're specifically designed to stop these people. So um, yes, yeah. Um, John, John going there was just kind of unfortunate, and then you've got Rebecca telling John to leave, so he's sort of still wandering around outside whereas what she really probably should have said is come inside now you know mm. but yeah, yeah. You um yeah i don't have particularly too much to say about that it's just going to be interesting kind of going forward with i mean we only have three episodes left of the show so as i've kept saying through this season we have to see how things are going forward that kind of needs to start playing itself out just a little bit um and in regards to like Henry and what's going to happen with him and uh, John's campaign and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Eric manages to detach uh, the bomb for a safe explosion. Uh, of course, again, this reminded me of, of the Jack scene with uh, Rem- yeah. Rem- Malik's character. Um, so he manages to detach the bomb with a safe uh, for a safe explosion. What, what did you think of that? Pretty cool. Pretty um, interesting to see. Yeah, no, I, little, I, I like that different. scene. It was the the, pro, the the thing is you because they've already, as you said in the original twenty four, they've they've already used the idea of like you know going, I can't do this, and throwing the person to the other side of the room. Mm. Um, so they've already used that idea, and so the moment he said, "You will have a ten second timer before it explodes," you kind of knew that it was going to go off at some point. Yeah, whether she was still going to be attached to it or not was a different matter, but you knew it was going to go off. 
so uh yeah and i mean I, so I, that that was a little bit predictable in in what was happened but yeah it was there was a nice bit of tension there mm. with uh with him kind of taking off but you knew that he wasn't going to get blown up because no, he's elite so plot and character yeah yes um but yeah, because he'd kind of disabled the bomb and all, it, it's a bit, it's a little bit different because all he had to do was take the bomb off and throw it. So they were yeah. kind of in a bit of a safer position. Whereas with this, with Jack and the character that he was disarming, the bomb was still like firmly attached to this guy and it was, right, yeah, he still yeah. had a bunch of stuff to do. So he was like, I just can't do this. Um, but it led to a pretty, pretty good scene afterwards. Um, Marshall tells C2 about uh, Grant. Who has already freed Jadala? Um, so this is about um, him and his girlfriend, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, who has already freed Jadala? Uh, Nasseri's team kills Grant and secures Jadala. Um, encountering John on the way, and yeah, they just look like pick him up all the way as well. Like we were here for Jadala. Yeah. But, uh, John's here as well, so we'll just take his guards out and just take him yeah. as well. So, um. Yeah, so what did you think of, because Rebecca's involved in this scene as well with the the, 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 the Jadala thing. Uh, so what do you kind of think of her actions? I'm glad she didn't get shot, at least. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think, I think Rebecca did the best she probably could at the time. But, um, yeah, I mean, as, again, as we've been saying all along, security at sea to use rubbish <laughs> really <laughs> really i mean you know you you really think they should have like t- twice the amount of people there by now and have the place severely locked down and it that just doesn't seem to have been the case i mean the fact that they managed to get on site they managed to get the security cameras turned off and and sort of sneak in grab the guy and then get back back, back out again even after the place was on lockdown Th- yeah that's <laughs> it seemed yeah, a little overlapped yeah. for my liking. Um, what do you think of the whole like that John's guards, or sorry, yeah, John's guards not having uh, bulletproof vests on? Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't there, why, there, why they wouldn't have had them on? There was Secret Service, and I don't know whether Secret Service. I suppose they probably do wear bulletproof vests as standard, but. Um, yeah, and I, I guess you know he wouldn't necessarily have a big group of people because he's running for, he's running, he's a governor running for being presidential candidate. I think I don't think he's actually running for president, is he? At the moment, I'm not sure. No, he's just uh, he's just running for it, isn't he? So yeah, he's he's running for the presidential candidacy of the party. Mm. So Still, if you're you know, involved in this workspace at all, and you're in CTU building. Um, I think you should probably have a, a, a at least a bulletproof vest on. I mean, you don't, you don't uh, well, need to have like Jack Bauer season eight armor on, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's kind of kind of questionable. So yeah, um, so they they take John on the way too. Who obviously he can't do too much about this. So I mean, even if he resists, he's still going to get taken with him. Yeah. Um, the series tells Jadala that he is working for someone else. They fight their way through an MPD roadblock and escape. Meanwhile, Keith uh, reinstates Andy as well. So again, a bit more kind of the theme of the episode. Sort of, unfortunately, is um, bad security. 
And, yeah. Uh, I mean, this this was a little bit better because at least they looked in the back and attempted to to do something. There was just a bit of a lack of maybe people, or maybe they just uh, maybe this particular roadblock isn't terrorist prepared sort of thing. But uh, well, yeah. I mean, again, I, I guess they probably scrambled to set up the roadblocks, but you are dealing with a bunch of heavily armed terrorists sending police three cops. To, to, to man a roadblock, which seemed to be what it was. It was like three or four cops against a bunch of heavily armed terrorists. I, yeah, that was po- possibly... But, you know, they were scrambling to get it set up fairly quickly, so maybe that's the reason. Mm. Um, yeah, that, they drive off. Uh, Keith reinstates Andy, as I said, and that's, that's the end of this second episode. Um, I do have a few predictions going forward. Do you have any that you'd like to talk about? Um, no, I'm going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when we get to the end of the series, whether we're going to yeah. end up with Rebecca back at CTU or there was a little thing actually that popped out in, in this episode, which we, which we didn't mention, which was the, uh, the fact that Rebecca had offered Eric a role as an agent, Yeah, which mm. he kept from the, uh, kept from Nicole which was a little kind of a bit that we saw when when um, they went back to the house, which I, I thought was kind of interesting. Mm. So she obviously thought he could do this job anyway. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see whether we do end up with Eric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whether Eric does end up joining CTU. Um, I, I suspect him and Nicole one way or another probably won't be together by the end. <laughs> Um, no, which they also I, go back. To, I uh, I do wonder. Was it their house? Because they had a photo of the two of uh, Eric and, and Nicole. Yeah, they. It was it was them going back to Eric and Nicole's house, and there was a little thing between Nicole and Isaac there as well. So I I don't know whether Nicole oh, will end up like leaving Eric or whatever before before the next. Yeah, if if it ends up coming back for another season, you may find that at some point in the intervening time they've split up or something. Yeah, we've uh, still yet to find out uh, about any renewal information. Um, and I'm joined up to the Twenty Four Legacy group, and I see every day. Every day I see like a, a petition petition on like Change.org, which is a it's a genuine kind of um, petition website. Um, to like renew it for season two, which I don't think that's going. They they know fans want it to come back. They never do anything that. Nice. So yeah, yeah, I mean there was with the uh, Walking Dead cliffhanger, there was like a, a petition for AMC to release the the rest of what what happened in that particular episode, and it's like that's that's not going to happen. I mean petitions yeah. are, are good, and they're sort of a good sort of uh, they're they're almost like an internet protest in their own kind of way because uh, it's like we want this thing, but it's like. It just doesn't quite work as, yeah. uh, like, you know, the company, whoever no. you're petitioning to, doesn't have to comply with it. So, uh, no, and petitions to bring shows back never, almost never ever work these days because the shows are generally taken off air because the numbers aren't there to support them. Yeah. That's it. You know, and if, if it's not getting the numbers when you're watching it, I mean, sometimes they'll keep lower. Uh, they'll do deals so if the numbers are lower then they'll they'll agree to be able to make it for a lower budget so sometimes they come back that way um sometimes they join with another partner so um you might have a show that's partnered with netflix 
for example. So, right. Right. so it's like two, two get the international pitching money in sort of thing. Yeah. Cool. So two com- companies pitching money. That's what happens. Do you remember the show Primeval? Um, Roughly, yeah. Yes, it was an ITV show, and ITV ran a few seasons of it, and then it, but it couldn't afford to run it anymore, so it ended up partnering with like five different European uh, TV yeah. stations. A lot, a lot of things have sort so, of kind of just moved to Netflix because of different reasons. Like uh, you had like Black Mirror, which was a Channel Four thing, and that ended up on Netflix, and then you had like Orphan Black, which was a, I think it was a BBC thing. And that's now a Netflix yeah. thing. So I mean, uh, yeah, you it's yeah. Uh, same with with a lot of BBC America shows. You find that you find that um, uh, like uh, Dirk Gently, Dirk, the Dirk Gently Holistic Detective Agency is a BBC America show, but it's partnered yeah. with Netflix. So Netflix distributed it as Netflix original internationally, but it runs on BBC America. Um, mm. it, there's a number of shows that run like that. I think Better Call Saul is the same. Mm. Humans as well, because that is comes up as a well. Netflix original show. Yeah, because that's a BBC America thing. But uh, yeah, maybe that's another way this this show could survive yeah. if Fox keeps it, but they have like a UK Netflix thing or or something like that. Like you know how, uh, kind of like with Eyes on Being Better Call Saul, the two examples where the episodes added just like the next morning kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, could, they you know they do do. They they do run deals with, with certain shows. There, there are different types of things. There are certain things that they Netflix buy in, and there are certain things that they actually um, they're not just buying. They're actually co-producing, mm. yeah, and uh, funding, which are things like Medical Soul, and that's those are the ones that get the Netflix original like tagline put into them mm. um, the, with like, things like designated UK spine. exclusive yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah. Be, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I also wanted to give my uh, one of my predictions as well. I think, I mean, what well, what are they doing with Tony? Like, what is? Because he's come, he's come in. He's helped with this interrogation, and that's basically all he's done. Uh, and he's had a bit of a discussion with Rebecca, and you know that there's some history there. Um, I have a feeling that they have to put him in the put him in the action at some point, and like get him to help with like maybe if if she speaks to keith um and she's like look maybe tony can help eric in the field and um i mean i know it's going off to a bit of like a a dream scenario where eric and tony are in the field shooting people but you know the two characters are there so it's not entirely like impossible yeah i mean that it would be nice to see him back yeah um, yeah, it would be it would be nice yeah, to see him a, back somehow. Yeah, to, to 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 like put him back in in the field in in the action with with Eric. Um, because that's kind of the way you, you can utilize that character and kind of solve the the plot that you have. And I mean, they have to catch the terrorists by the end of the season, and whether it would be um, Nasseri or uh, what's the other guy's name, um, Jadala, whether it be one or both of them, then they have to kind of solve this plot uh it's just as well like you said a case of what what is their end game for this season and kind of like yeah that that has to feed into their future plans i mean what do they if they get a second season what's just like another day with another threat with eric involved um and then i mean you have you have an interesting situation with like 
if Designated Survivor gets renewed for season two, then I don't. I still think you're not getting Kiefer back for another season. Um, yeah. And if it for some reason gets cancelled, because uh, it's already got its like back nine thing, which you've always said is is a good uh, situation to be in. Yeah, Designated Survivor is not getting cancelled. It no. is getting another season. Uh, I, I guarantee. Um, and with that being a full twenty something episode season, you can't. You just can't get Kiefer back. So. Um, yeah, I mean. It, and then what happens if it gets a third and a fourth or a fifth year and then they just like can't get Jack back do they just I mean it's not a problem to keep going on with Eric and no I, I think you just you you I think you've got to accept that you're probably not going to get Jack back onto the uh, onto 24 not anytime soon and not certainly and if it if they did manage to do it soon it's unlikely to be in any large capacity so um yeah, I mean, you even are, with you are, because um, Corey like can't be on The Walking Dead as Heath at the moment because of he's doing this episode this season, which is twelve episodes. So let alone like twenty plus, where you which you've got Kiefer involved in um, for Designated Survivor. Yeah. So it's uh, it's an interesting situation, and, and I'm interested in um, not just like the next couple of episodes, but like the finale and how that feeds into this like the future of this franchise and. Um, what they're kind of, of course, we're not Howard Gordon, so we don't know what's planned. Yeah, um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the, what they do with with this franchise. So, um, but if it continues to go on with Eric, I'm certainly in for that, and I don't see any reason to to let that go or anything. Um, like as a viewer, so um, yeah, I think we've said our piece on these two episodes. I thought that they were pretty good, and obviously next week is going to be trying to recover. Um, John and uh, yeah, see where they can go from there. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say, or do you think you've? No, no. You? Okay. I think we've covered everything. Okay. Uh, so yes, you can find all the rest of the content, uh, including the Walking Dead, which we mentioned on EntertainmentTalk.org. Um, as we mentioned earlier, earlier, you can go, you can head over to GeekTown.co.uk um, for UK air dates and um, film and TV news. Uh, do you still do any like gaming news? Because you you did some like E three stuff last year. Um, yeah, 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 we do. Okay, um, yeah, we also do some as well on random gaming talk. Um, so head over to EntertainmentTalk.org and GeekTown.co.uk. You can also find us on Twitter at eTalkUK. You can send in any emails you have uh, to EntertainmentTalk at Hotmail. Uh, dot com um as um is unfortunate uh we will no longer be using mixler because they're ending their free service which is a little bit unfortunate but i'll see if i can find another um live audio thing so don't worry about using mixler because it's not going to be used anymore um and lastly you can head over to patreon.com for this entertainment talk uh to support all these different projects that we have going currently Thank you for listening, and we shall see you, as always, on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Bye.